the Fire Within Podcast. You need a sustainable plan, the right mindset, and the knowledge and inspiration to stoke the fire within. Just like the Phoenix, you can burn your old habits, never turn back, and emerge completely anew. There are no shortcuts. Welcome, Fire Within Nation. This is the Fire Within Podcast, where we dive into all things nutrition, fitness, and health related. I'm your host, Brandon Woolley, joined by my co-host and producer, Joe. Hello. Today, we have two guests, Mike Winkfield, who is the creator of Wolf Fitness. Hey. There he is. And um, you're equipped with the NASM, which is National Academy of Sports Medicine, uh, Functional Movement Screening Certified, TRX Certified. You got 15 years of experience, graduated at Marshall University in exercise phys, and has a passion for creating transformational experiences and changing lives. Oh, enough about me. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us a little bit about how you got to create your own company. The way we got into it was I felt like earlier on in my career, I felt like I was the only one who really cared and I didn't want that going forward. So I wanted to build something that required me to love on my clientele. You know what I mean? Not just give them workouts. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. And uh, before we dive much deeper, we're going to introduce uh, your other half here, Leela. Hey, guys. Hey, Leela. So you're originally from Hungary. I'm always hungry. And <laughs> <Me too. laughs> you also earned a degree in exercise and sports science, and that was at Campbell University. You're American Council of Exercise certified. Uh, you have background with athletics. Uh, you're a former D1 track and field athlete. That's awesome. Thank you. Uh, and you uh, love to work with individuals anywhere from 14 to 70, and you're passionate about helping people to live a healthier lives. Wow, D1 track, track and field. So so somebody stole your purse, you'd catch them. That's for sure. Absolutely. How did you get here from Hungary? I got an athletic scholarship offer to run track at, at Campbell. What was your best event? The hurdle. Oh, wow. That's scary. <laughs> like jumping over a curb gives me anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys met there and you guys developed Wolf and you were just kind of telling us it's community-based. And, and I understand you got a new location coming up. We're going to hold on that one. We are going to make a very big announcement when the time is right. Doom, doom, doom. <laughs> That's exciting. Well, tell us a little bit about uh, your methodology for programming, for creating this sense of community. Well, our goal is to change others' views on fitness. We want to reach people on a broader scale, but we want to do that and also equip people with things that they need on this fitness journey so that it becomes a part of your lifestyle and your everyday life. Yeah, I think that's the hardest thing. And that's a lot of what the show is about is what's sustainable because so many people make a big change and they go hard at it for a while and then they drop off. Yeah. What are some of the challenges that your clients have faced with that? You know, recovery is a big part of that. Like recovery, people think I need to come in three times a day five times a week and crush it in order to hit my goals. And that's absolutely the opposite of what you should do. I think that being more patient with yourself would be much more easier than just jumping in, diving into something and then realizing that your body can't handle it and then quitting altogether. Now with such like this CrossFit culture, it could be right for the right person. There's some great CrossFit boxes out there, but let's say you have a mom who's never done CrossFit before and they jump into something. How do you help them with that stigma of what exercise is supposed to be like? Hey, you don't have to kill yourself all the time. In fact, that could be detrimental to your goals. 
Well, moms, if you're out there listening, you don't want to go too far too fast. And if you slow it down, know yourself, and then set goals, you're more likely to attain those goals. The key is taking your time, knowing yourself, and being patient. Yeah. So starting with kind of like fundamentals and foundations and making sure, like I, I've seen you guys train and you, you think a lot about biomechanics and mm-hmm. proper movement patterns and things like that. Absolutely. What are some common problems you see with movement patterns? You know what is really common right now? Everybody has stress. It's actually changing people's bodies. Brandon, no one knows this more than you. The microbiomes in the stomach. You go from there to the body mechanics, you know, coming forward with your head and finding that you're, you're, you're feeling tense in the back of your neck and your shoulders and your trap area. That's, those things are all pretty much stress related. Also, if you work at a computer, this is what you're going to see with your head going forward and your, your shoulders rolling. So what are some of the implications of that? What kind of injuries? Let's say somebody has this upper cross syndrome, forward rounded shoulders like most of us have, and then they start doing maybe barbell overhead press or something like that. Well, our heads weigh anywhere from like 10 to 14 pounds. That's a bowling ball. Oh, wow. Right, right. And studies show that with every inch that your head goes forward, you add 10 pounds. Oh, wow. So if you're three inches out, that's 30 pounds. Your neck and traps have to support. So that's going to change the positioning of your scapula and your rotator cuff. Absolutely. And and then we start seeing impingements. Mm -hmm. We can see cervical issues. Mm -hmm. I mean, potentially that could even, you know, start digging into the spinal cord, right? Absolutely. I think that's why it's so important to, to have a focus on those foundational movement patterns, doing corrective exercises before you throw a lot at them. And that's something that I appreciate about the approach of uh, that you guys take and And part of that's built into some of your certifications, but you guys do additional study into that. Well, we had basically a recovery day today, this morning in our uh, 6 a.m. class, and everyone left exhausted. And it was a recovery day, (laughs) right? So that means those small muscles that are underactive are now starting to get some love. So what are the specific exercises, specific to forward rounded shoulders that somebody could do to start bringing that back? Scapular retractions. I like bands. I yeah. start out with bands to use that retraction, getting those shoulders back. So like pull-aparts and things like pull that? Pull-aparts, Ws, you know, even um, bent over in a row kind of with a uh, band. So, you know, a lot of those things require the uh, scapular retraction. Getting used to that movement pattern will definitely help you with those smaller underactive muscles. And you mentioned stress earlier. A lot of people don't know that stress doesn't just affect posture, but it works the other way. Posture can affect stress levels. So for instance, if you have these forward rounded shoulders, uh, you're collapsed inward and your diaphragm can't fully expand. Mm -hmm. So now your body's getting a signal all day long. I don't have enough oxygen. I don't have enough oxygen. So hormonally, there's more cortisol, norepinephrine, and these stress hormones released attacking your adrenal glands. It can add to more weight gain, insulin issues, thyroid issues, all from that. So as you're doing these correctives, as you do these uh, recovery days with band pull aparts and you open that chest cavity back up, Mm -hmm. now you're able to get more oxygen in the body. So you're lowering stress hormone cortisol. 
And so it's really cool that, that you link that and you're able to see that. And it's a very few places I've seen where they offer uh, entire days focused on recovery for, for their members. Uh, that's pretty cool. Absolutely. Thank you. We appreciate that. We just started talking a little bit about your business. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to find out kind of the origin story of you and Leela. We'll start with Leela. You've been quiet over there. <laughs> My journey started after middle school when yeah. I got to start athletics, running hurdles. And that was a long journey throughout health, nutrition, you know, personally. So me right now, what I'm doing is basically giving back, you awesome. know. So I'm on the other side of that table. Before I, I was the one who was helped. Now I can be in a position where I can help people to be better and to know their bodies better. Oh, is there a lot of big differences uh, in Hungary versus the U.S. in terms of food quality, nutrition, culture on exercise? Can you talk about that a little bit? I don't know anything about Hungary except really bad puns. So. <laughs> Definitely. It's a huge difference, actually. We cook a lot. They're here as the people going out to eat, to fast food restaurants, even for breakfast which was very unusual for me coming from a different country to experience that. And in our lifestyle is more movements, more walking, more being in a garden, working, you know. And we don't really take cars as much. We love to walk, ride a bicycle, go in the garden, play outside. So yeah. that was different. Yeah. The, now, I did get to visit, you know, France, Germany, and Switzerland, and I saw tons of that. Everybody loved to, to walk, take their bike. There were very few cars on the road. And kind of like the Citrix bikes we have in downtown Raleigh, they had just thousands of these everywhere. Oh, yeah. Now, what are some traditional dishes in Hungary that you enjoy that we may not see as often here? What's the diet like there? A little vegetables. Home-cooked. Mike's favorite is goulash. 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 Is that the cabbage and sauce? And <laughs> no, no, that's no. stuffed cabbage. So what's goulash? It is kind of like a beef stew. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. my dad, I thought he made that word up. That's a real word? It is a real no, word. A real he word. used to say we're yeah. having goulash. I was like, what, the, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> but, but now that I know it's not an English word, it makes a little bit more sense. Uh, so you said it's, it's like a, a beef stew? Is it like a thicker gravy? A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And we eat it with a, a noodle. It's a special kind of noodle. Yeah, yeah. He used to put it like on egg noodles. Similar. All these years, I thought he made it up. No, it's a real word. No, nope. <laughs> sorry, Brendan. <laughs> <laughs> My whole life is a lie. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, when did you transition to the U.S.? Twenty fourteen. Twenty fourteen. So not mm-hmm. that long ago. No. I always like to ask people out of country. You know, did you have a hard time? You know, adjusting to the the diet and foods around. Did you see weight gain initially? Things like that. Yeah. At first, I hated it. To be exactly honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was the worst part about it? I missed the home cook. Were you on the food plan at Campbell? <laughs> yes. Oh, boy. Tell us about that. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> I, put, I put on about 60 pounds at East Carolina on their food plan. They had all you can eat. Like you can get like seven entrees. And then they had this thing called premium night where they'd have steak and like bananas foster ice cream station. And I go like two or three times to, oh man, I put on some weight. <laughs> you know what was the weirdest for me is the free refills on soda. That's not existing at home. Is it is prevalent? All the fountain drinks and things, just not free refills? We don't even really have much of fountain drinks. We just get the bottles. Yeah. Yeah. 
My understanding, that's one of the most profitable points for restaurants, those, those fountains, like two cents a, a drink. Oh, gosh, so, yes. They sell boxes at Sam's Club of the syrup. Oh, right. my God. And it's like a, it looks like a small crate. Like it's maybe like 18 <laughs> inches by like 24 inches. And it's just a cardboard box filled up with the syrup that makes Coke. And then you just throw Add it. Water. It makes like 4 billion servings of Coke. Yeah, it's, they got to be making money off it. That's yeah. what they resell it to people at Sam's Club for. Imagine. Absolutely. <laughs> and it's literally pure sugar, the most addictive substance on the planet. Planets. Any other interesting differences? I think the whole culture is yeah. just different. Yeah. I would love for you to visit and yeah. experience it yourself. That'd it's be really, fun. It's, yeah. It's I'll really add it nice. to the list. Does, to does Campbell have a lot of international students? It seems like they have a, a large population of international students. They do. Yeah. Most mostly on the teams. Isn't that weird to go like from an international and then to go to like a rural in the middle of nowhere kind of college? Yeah. Um like, welcome to America. You got to travel like 20 minutes to see anything. Yeah, see, uh, I didn't uh, I didn't get to see it previously yeah. when I arrived. I, ex- uh, I expected a huge, you know, that American New dream college. Yeah. yeah. I've I I heard that story from Camel students. <laughs> I didn't see it before I came, and it was not what I expected. Yeah. <laughs> it's out in the sticks, man. Like, you keep driving. You drive past that graveyard of pools that you see, like, off to the left. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's Campbell. Yeah. Shout out to Campbell University. <laughs> I love it though. I did love and, it. And their mascot's a camel. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Awesome. All right. Don't go for him. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? Gaylord. Gaylord. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. It just gets worse. All right. <laughs> now, is there anything that made you go, I want to jump over things running full speed? Like, what, what is the transition into uh, doing hurdles? I used to long jump. Now, what about before long jump? Like, like growing up, what makes you get into this? I guess my old coach. He was, let's try it. And succeeded. So <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Tell us a little bit about uh, your upbringing, your journey. Mike, 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 Mike. Oh, guess goodness. what day it is? Oh, it's hump day. <laughs> um, you know, Go <laughs> my wolf journey started. A l- it started kind of late. We started in about. 2016 and like i said earlier i just wanted to reach people on a broader scale i realized some people are just born to service others and my way of servicing others is through fitness listen this journey has been the most fun journey i've ever been on right there is no situation that's permanent you know except for death right every day above ground is great i've gone through every emotion with this business i've been happy i've been excited i've felt loved i felt cared for i felt abandoned i felt sad i felt mad i felt all of distraught depressed all of that and i just didn't stop i mean all the roadblocks and the barriers are designed to make you quit and it just didn't and and it makes and it makes you stronger right how do you deal with those emotions what was your outlet ooh you know you, you got to find healthy outlets right that's kind of the whole wolf mentality. After my brother passed, he gave me some famous last words. He just told me, basically, handle your business. Be yeah. a man and grow. And I took that advice very seriously. And I just wanted to be successful. not in, in, in success, not just by numbers, but just making other people's lives much better. Now, is there any significance to the wolf? Oh, man. Wolves. Wolves never. 
Wolves never lose sleep over the opinion of sheep. <laughs> you know, it takes a lot to to be on a journey on your own, right? The wolves are pack animals. And for me as an alpha wolf, I had to find a pack that would follow what I would what I believed in, what I thought was right. And basically loving on these people and making their lives better, letting them know that I care and that we all care and that we're in a community. That was the whole wolf mentality, right? I'm not really just helping them out. These people are helping me out. These people are therapy for me. So every day I wake up, I wake up ready to go. I'm, in, I'm out there 4.30 in the morning. I'm ready to rock. I love it. Nothing else to say. I love it. You talked a lot about community. And I didn't check the validity of this, but there's this post that circulates quite often about when wolves travel. The order of the line. Yes. And uh, so this particular one says that the, the, the older and sick ones, they set the pace for the group. Uh, after that, you, you know, if it was on the contrary, they'd be left behind and they'd lose contact with the pack in an ambush because uh, they'd be sacrificed. Mm-hmm. And then next are uh, in the center, the remaining members of the pack. And, and at the end are the five stronger ones. Mm-hmm. Last alone is the alpha. Mm-hmm. Kind of this lead from behind scenario and that position can control the entire group Mm -hmm. do you find any you know uh, symbolism between this natural order and the way you lead things i do i do it's kind of like a trickle down effect basically we do community service and events that help others and nonprofits. and what we do in the trickle down effect is you know i am providing a service for my clientele. My clientele is providing a service for others. So that's kind of how that trickle down effect works. And I'm in the back leading. I don't have to be in the front leading. You know, the my clientele with my other wolves, they help lead the pack. And that's that was that was something I didn't really see coming. Well they step up. We've done events just about all over Raleigh. Most of our members show up ready to go happy, loving, caring. And I didn't see it until it happened. And when it did, it's a very fulfilling experience. So, so it's like seeing that intrinsic motivation in the, in the clients for the first time. Cause, yes. Cause usually when you start from somebody, it's like you're trying to beat energy. into them. Right, <laughs> and, right, right. And then when they start generating that enthusiasm, that excitement for, for health and the exercise programs, that that's a cool feeling. Right. So they have the sense of community with each other and they just want to share it with others just like I did. Now, do, do you have a particular uh, story or moment in your life where um, you decided to take on fitness as your identity? That was after my brother passed. I had to take myself a little more serious. I wasn't taking myself very serious after he passed. And uh, I kind of lost the passion because I, I was lost myself. I, I really didn't have much direction at that point. Honestly, it took a lot more than just getting in the gym and, you know, working out. It took a lot more than that for me to, you know, stay motivated. But uh, the world doesn't stop when you want it to. (laughs) You bite the dust. You got to get back up. You know, you can't just sit there. And me personally, I, I felt like a victim. And the world just kept going. And I was staying still. And that's when I had to take myself a little more serious and say, hey, Mike, if you're going to do anything, you better do it big and you better do it with with all your heart. 
And so that's where, where we're at right now. And there's no stopping it. None. The steam engine. Mm-hmm. In earlier, when you guys were talking about the hunched over shoulder thing, have you guys seen any studies about how often like kids are on their phones now and how that's playing into it? Because I yeah. swear like Text my neck. kids are getting <laughs> yeah text neck is that, yes. is that a term it's a real, it's a real epidemic <laughs> i'm Axe worried Brandon. like my kids text are gonna neck. grow up and they're gonna be 35 and having hunches like people in their 70s had so kids and teens ages 8 to 18 spend an average of seven hours a day looking at screens yeah and that's not more. during school yeah <laughs> no i've read say, that stat before yeah. so that doesn't count school time. right so that's after school time seven hours a day that's freaking bananas and so what does that do to eye health? What does that do from the blue wavelength light jacking up all kinds of stuff? Oh, man. I mean, we're going to find out, right? Oh, yeah. Pretty quickly. Yeah. Pretty quickly. Wow. That's that's insane. Mm-hmm. But it's it's crazy how quickly all of our entertainment went from like a big screen that we all shared that kind of to me felt like a little, at least it was kind of communal. Right. Like we're watching the same thing together. Right. Like, it's not a great date night to go watch a movie, right? but you're at least doing something That's together. a great point. But now everybody's doing their own thing. And even, like, you see, like, families out to dinner or just people hanging out. Everybody's on their phone in their own space instead of spending time with each other. That's a great point. Which is probably making it harder for you guys to get people to, or maybe easier, because people are craving community. I know we're wired yeah. for it. Yeah, I think so. <clears throat> we're pack animals. Now, both of you guys are, like, ripped. You're shredded. You look awesome. So tell us about like, what does your routines look like? Tell us a little bit about uh, what a day in the life of looking wolf shredded. I'll take this one, Leela. Leela cooks. <laughs> that's all it takes. Good. That's, yeah, that's, that's no, it's not all it takes, but uh, it does help, you know, not going out and eating two or three times a week is, is, is very, very beneficial. Not only does it save on the dollar, it saves on the body. Yeah. Now, give us a couple breakfast options, lunch options, dinner options, what types of ingredients and sourcing, good, bad, and ugly. I, <laughs> I love to get fresh, fresh yeah. vegetables. Yeah. We're using a lot of fruits and vegetables yeah. with our uh, breakfast, along with, you know, we'll do eggs. We try to stay away from more of the meats, especially in the mornings. We just, we feel much more cleaner with those fruits and vegetables in your body than I would eating sausages and bacon and kind of, you know, yeah, working against what I'm trying to build here. And no Pop-Tarts? No. Two Pop-Tarts a day. <laughs> Keeps the doctor away. That is a joke. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what about lunch? Oh, lunch. Salads. Yeah, Leela's big on salads. Now, do you guys do some animal protein or none? Chicken mostly. Chicken mostly? If we do. Sometimes, you know, I just feel like I don't want any, any animal protein. I just don't, I I don't crave it. I don't want it, but I like chicken. Yeah. That may be uh, a surprise, but I do. It's it's good to know because there's all different types of diets and all different types of physiologies that Uh respond differently to things. Mm -hmm. Uh, But clearly you guys are doing something right. I mean, you're, you're walking billboards for what you do. You haven't yeah. said anything that sounds like boxed food or processed food or anything yeah. like that. No. Yeah, we stay away from the box. No ramen noodles? No, foods. none of that? We so, actually stay on the outsides of the yeah. aisles. Outside, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I've never heard that before. So you mean like in the grocery store, the outsides of the aisles yeah. are where they keep the fruits and the vegetables right. and uh-huh. yogurt and the... Then on the stay on the outsides, oh, brother. You get on the inside. Inside is where, zone. where it gets, that's <laughs> where that's your the sauce is. Unless you Nabisco cookies. Yeah. Nonsense. So... 
But your fresh produce, your fresh meats, all that's on the outside. Shop mm. the perimeter first. Uh, favorite cheat foods? Let's start with Leela. <laughs> Cakes. Cake? Any particular <laughs> cake? Is it just like any cake? Um, chocolate, chocolate cake? cake. And is it like grandma's famous recipe or it doesn't matter? Yeah, I have the handwritten. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then Mike, how about you? Brandon, I don't have any cheat foods. <laughs> Gummy Okay, I have a, listen, listen to me, listen to me. I'll kill an entire bag of gummy bears with no remorse at all. <laughs> Do you ever feel guilty biting the heads off or you just... No, I um, I mean, you know, they were made for me. <laughs> uh, what's your exercise programs look like? Is it Leela, you can get it in? Let me tell you something. Leela is probably the strongest person on the planet. <laughs> yeah. She's a superhero. Thank you. <laughs> Well, see, as an athlete, I like hard workouts, you know, yeah. lifting weights, cardio as well. But lately I've been taking Mike's classes and I really do love them. Yeah. That covers all the basics. Now, how many days a week is that? That you, four. that four days? Four and how long is each class? An hour. About an hour. Mm -hmm. uh, so if somebody wanted to maintain a really fit body, they can, and they learn the wolf way. Four hours a week is about what the exercise commitment is. Pretty much. Pretty much. That's I like how you know. started the the first when you ask him, what does it take to get there? You started with food. I think that's such a big <laughs> thing for people. So I was not expecting that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it is. Yeah. yeah it oh, is. that's awesome. Do you have a favorite lift? Power cleans. Power cleans. All right. You might, uh, what's your exercise re regimen usually look like? The 12 ounce cans are good curls. You know, that's a good one. <laughs> I'm joking. My favorite, my favorite lift is either a thruster or a deadlift. I feel like I can do those all day. You no, know, I don't feel like I could do deadlifts all day, but it's my favorite exercise because I feel like it engages the most amount of muscle fiber. It's the most bang for your buck. Absolutely. I love the lift, mm -hmm. uh, but man, they, they tire me out. Are you staying in the power range? You do more like 10 to 12? You know, I'm on the other end of the spectrum. Uh, right now, I am doing a lot of balance and stability. Yeah. yeah. Of course, stability work, you know, and I work really hard on the core. I think that's, the you know, one of the biggest parts to, you know, being, you know, fit. Your core has to be strong. That's how classes are designed to start with balance, stability, then we go into endurance, then strength, then power, and then we scale it back down. And that's awesome because you're kind of warming everything up, getting proprioceptive going, uh, so much less likelihood of, of it getting injured and things like right. that. Just so, trying to follow the OPT models. OPT. Uh, that's from NASM. Yes, sir. Good stuff. What is OPT? I know the song. Yeah, you know me. <laughs> <laughs> Optimal. Performance training. Optimal performance training. Okay. So mm -hmm. it's a methodology of order and, and progression. To, to keep you safe and to make sure you're getting stronger and stronger that National Academy of Sports Medicine teaches. Absolutely. So, so uh, now you mentioned one time, I thought this was the coolest thing, uh, that, that occasionally you'll have a, a rage workout. <laughs> oh, that's a wolf workout. I only inflict those on myself. Yeah. yeah. What would a rage workout entail? A rage workout would you be. Got the music, right? Oh, uh, yeah. You got to have me rage music. One of my favorite songs to work out to is Dreams and Nightmares by Meek Mill. 
Can we pull up a clip of that? No. no? Yeah. Oh, I'll start doing burpees in here. You don't want that. <laughs> just spontaneous burpees. Spontaneously. <laughs> that should be the title of the episode, Spontaneous Burpees. Either that or Go Camels. <laughs> I would go with Go Camels. <laughs> and then what, what would the exercise look like? So I spend about, honestly, I'm getting old, Brandon. <laughs> I spend a, a, a minimum of about 20 minutes, like stretching, foam rolling, getting my body ready to get beat up and then i go hard so i'll start with you know a couple you know balance and stability workouts then i'll go into high intensity my favorite thing to do is the ropes i like to beat the ropes up wow um yeah are you doing the real heavy ropes or yes yes I yes. could do them for about 30 seconds. Yeah. And then I need a week mm-hmm. off. <laughs> <laughs> that is part of my rage workout. Yeah. You know, I mean, picking something up and slamming it is, is you know. I mean, it beats, you know, yelling at somebody or. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. You get done with your workout. You're like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> so how many days a week do you normally work out? Oh, we'll say four days a week, five days a week. In between there, it's just more maintenance. And where do you guys recommend people start? Like if you joined the wolf pack. If you join the wolf pack, you just, (laughs) you just join the pack. We'll take care of the rest. Okay. We got modifications for everything that we do. We got a great community. We have great people with us. They help out just like we do. So they're sub coaches basically. If someone is interested, we have free trials for everything that we offer. They can sign up for different packages that we offer and it starts there. Cool. Now, is it all group training? Do you guys also offer one-on-one? Absolutely. We do one-on-one training. We also uh, have recovery training as well. So you don't come in, you know, four days a week and beat yourself up. And then, you know, you're scaling back towards the other way, right? So recovery is big for us. uh, we're, We're big on that. Yeah. So you guys have something called a hypervolt. Tell us about that and why that's beneficial. You know, that hypervolt has been... It's been a a key for recovery, not just for them, but for me as well. (laughs) So somebody who has no idea what a hypervolt is, tell us a little about it. It's a vibrational myofascial release equipment that we use to help people with their tight muscles, pain, lower back pain, mostly, or neck pain. It helps uh, loosen those muscles up and they feel better. Not as sore the next day, you know, not as tight. They have a better range of motion. And we get to see them the next day, right? We give these clients myofascist release. And we're much more likely to see them in the morning than if we don't. So what is the process? What is it? In, what's the machine? So it's like, like a gun. It, mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So I've like seen a, these online where yeah. they like show in slow motion oh, yeah. and the muscles yeah. really move. Mm-hmm. Like that's what it's uh, yes. hypervolt. That's what yeah. that's called. I mean, it helps with blood flow, breaking up adhesions, yeah. uh, gives you more mobility, can oh, help yeah. with neck and back pain. Stiff. Yeah. Oh, they're fantastic. So that's a service not everybody offers, but but uh, that's maybe something that's- And they're pricey, before. right? Like if you wanted to buy one, like as a- Maybe 400 Personal. bucks usually. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're like 350. But even at that, if you had it yourself, you can't necessarily give yourself a good uh, gun down on your own. So having somebody else that's trained uh, on this that can, you know, quick, quickly get, get your whole body with it, it makes a big difference for recovery. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Hypervolt. They actually uh, offer a certification through there, but you got to buy the product in order to get it. So yeah, it's actually uh, very beneficial. Anybody that has one, please take the certification. Don't just go gun yourself down. Yeah, that makes a difference what direction of the fiber you're following and all kinds of things. So, I just got thinking like if I 
all the dumb places I would try it. <laughs> right? Oh, my head is hurting. Now, you guys have a challenge coming up. Is that right? We're doing a six-week challenge, and we uh, actually just got finished with one. We wanted to do that as our trial to kind of see what the first of the year, what, you know, get some feedback and see how we could be better for the first of the year we got some feedback some great feedback we love feedback good or bad and we are now beefing it up what are the components of the challenge it's not only just exercises or a meal plan but we're trying to you know guide people towards implementing healthier habits in their lives and learn step by step we're gonna send out emails daily tips tricks healthy Recipes, recipes and things like that are there winners or is it just kind of a community thing you're a winner if you just start the challenge okay but you're definitely a winner if you finish the challenge yeah, yeah. we're definitely gonna have prizes what are the metrics uh that you guys are, are uh, considering for the prizes bmi um body fat percentage loss i don't really like to do weight weight does matter it does matter but we want to work on more of a you know body fat loss and performance you know, how do you feel? How do your clothes feel? You know, that's where you're going to see the first initial, you know, progress reports. Right. So, you know, we get people in there a lot. It's, you know, I've only lost two pounds. Or I only lost five pounds. And then you show them what five pounds looks like. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's the perspective that kind of changes things because people think that, oh, well, I only lost this much or I may have gained one pound this month or this week. When does the challenge start? Second week of January, the 6th. The 6th? Okay. And then what what is the cost to to start the challenge? I think the challenge is $99. Does that include any in person or is this all virtual? How does it work? We're doing both, actually. We're doing on-site and online. Awesome. So they'll have some accountability. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Cool. Yeah, and we are going to be 24 hours available. Even for virtual ones. Oh, wow. We are there. Oh, yeah. We're here with you. All right. The entire time. Yeah. If you're a wolf, you're a wolf. I really appreciate you guys coming by the studio, kind of sharing your journey, telling us uh, about wolf. How did you guys get wolfnc.com with the wolf pack? That's a great domain. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Listen, there's not many of them out there. (laughs) Um, And then if they wanted to contact you, the email is wolffitnessnc at gmail.com. Absolutely. Phone number will be 304-617-8759. Cool. All right. Follow us on Instagram. Yeah. yeah. Wolffitnessnc. I feel like the winner should get uh, like a personal rage workout. They get a personal rage workout and then we're going to bring them back here. All right. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And then you can kind of get a testimony. I will grill him. Mm-hmm. Ask him about the challenge. Oh, yeah. Bit, all kinds of stuff. Oh, yeah. Thanks for tuning in today. I hope you got a lot of value out of today's episode. If you did, uh, go check us out at firewithinnf.com. You can subscribe to our newsletters and make sure you never miss an episode or any other content. Also, be sure to follow us on social media.